At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Las Vegas. Your other host is out on the East Coast. It's Josh Applebaum out there in Boston. Good afternoon, Josh. Happy Wednesday. We got a lot to get to today. I'm really excited to have our buddy Adam Burke in studio. Yes. We missed Adam last week, so I uh, get to pick his brain for some futures bets today. That should be fun. Uh, and then, Pritch, we got a big uh, bowl game today. Mm-hmm. Excited for this one. We'll have a full breakdown of Missouri, uh, obviously an Army with a big line move, both with the total falling and big move to uh, Army here with some opt-outs and guys not playing from Missouri. So a lot to get to today, Pritch. But, hey, what did you think of last night's games? We had uh, some interesting, uh, interesting plays last night. Well, I was going to ask you all about that, Josh, because – Certainly, we talk about teachable moments here on the program. What did we learn? What did we take away from that game as we start with the Rams uh, and the Seahawks? Now, I don't know if it was a throwaway comment by you, but you mentioned Hockley and the crew involved in this game as an officiating crew. And lo and behold, uh, they influenced the outcome of the game, in my opinion. Uh, you got the Rams winning 20-10, to 10, slow start by the Rams. Uh, the Seahawks to Russell Wilson. We'll get to him in a minute. Uh, but a teaser opportunity, we also talked about that. Uh, so from a standpoint of what did we learn, what can we take away? I mean, you mentioned this before too, and I have as well, about teasers might be the way to go as we move forward with the volatility of COVID, uh, the lack of preparation with teams, the disruption, everything that they have to deal with leading up to a football game. You're exactly right, Pritch. So, you know, full transparency. I was on Seattle plus seven there. At one point, it did get to seven and a half. Very, very quickly came back down to seven. And remember, we had 73% of bets on the Rams. Rams Rams end up getting, you know, that late field goal there to cover that number. So the public's happy. But Pritch, I think you hit on something really important, especially this time of year with all the volatility with COVID, with back and forth line moves. If you're going to be on a dog, I think it's a great time right now to pad these dogs with some teaser opportunities. So I think we're all programmed to look at teasers and say, hey, I got to go through multiple key numbers. But even if you just go through one, I know we all want to go through, you know, two, uh, you know, three, go through seven. But even if you're going through, you know, like, let's just say Seattle, you know, plus seven to plus 13, you go through the 10, only one key number. But why is that important? You end up losing by 10 there. Obviously, you cover that number if you tease them up. But also, Pritch, if you're looking for dance partners with teasers, I think it's a great time right now to tease these totals up and go under. Like, for example, you know, this game landed on a 30 uh, combined combined points here. Remember that total was, I think it was like 47 around there. You actually had some over money pushing that thing up. Uh, the regular total went down and hit the under, but even teasing these totals up 
like in that second game with Washington Philly, you know, that thing goes over the regular number, but if you tease it up and took the under, you cash that ticket as well. So again, I think if you're on a dog right now with all the volatility, to me, look at these teasers and look at these unders by teasing them up and looking at these low, lower scoring games where we have late season divisional unders, we have weather type situations, non-conference unders. To me, that's the way to attack a really volatile NFL market right now. Always great insights right there, Josh. I mean, looking at the Rams too, um, not surprised that they struggled a little bit uh, because they weren't able to prepare like normally that they would on a normal week and normal circumstances as well. Uh, but we see Cooper Cup still be highlighted in the offense. A great, great player right there. Uh, we, we see Matthew Stafford at times being able to deliver very, very accurate passes as well. But then uh, the running game kind of emerging for the Rams. And then, okay, defensively, I think this is a defense that people anticipated the Rams would have with the likes of Vaughn Miller added to the mix of Aaron Donald and, and Floyd. Uh, but the takeaway for me, too, for the Rams looking forward, I mean, is this a team that's poised and ready to make a, a playoff run to a Super Bowl? Or I mean, Do we factor in the fact that they played Seattle, uh, somebody that they're highly familiar with, and they're probably really confident against as well? Or, or is this a team, Josh, that you're looking at differently, uh, one of those not only a playoff caliber but a Super Bowl caliber team? So I'll be honest, I, I like what kind of the Rams are doing here. I really respect McVay, but they're one of these teams that once you get really into them and feel like they're making a move, then they'll drop a game and kind of make you question everything. And okay. also, uh, Pritch, you know, when you're really, really top heavy with all these high end stars, I kind of get a little bit worried, like injury wise, especially COVID wise right now. I think the teams that are going to, you know, go through COVID the best are the teams with a lot of depth. My question with the Rams is, do they have enough depth? We all know their high end talent is probably the best in the NFL, but their depth is something that worries me a little bit. Also Stafford, again, you know, until you've been there and done that and win these big games, I still have questions with Stafford here. But Pritch, I think, you know, looking at this division, uh, obviously it's getting more interesting with these uh, these numbers here with Cardinals kind of falling off and the 49ers and the Rams kind of taking uh, another step up here. But looking toward next week, anytime you, I, I kind of turn the page on one game, let's see what's going on the next week. Mm -hmm. Is there recency bias? What's the early movement like? One thing I did notice, the Rams are going to Minnesota next week, and a lot of these books open Rams laying three and a half on the road at the Vikings. Pritch, we've already seen that three plus three and a half with the Vikings get hit, and this line is now down to three. And a lot of these threes are juiced up Vikings plus three minus 115, like it may even get down to two and a half. So I think, you know, with the Rams kind of getting hot again, um, in maybe the Vikings, you know, people not giving them the credit they deserve because he just beat the lowly Bears there, not in very impressive fashion. But that line is dropping toward the Vikings. They would match a lot of systems here, you know, short dogs, three or less. Uh, and then also, I think this is another teaser opportunity. You know, you take the three here, let's say the Rams win by six or win it and cover that number. But if you tease up Minnesota, you know, three to nine, two and a half to eight and a half, that's something that I'd look at. And then also, Pritch, Seattle, they're going to host the Chicago Bears uh, this upcoming Sunday. You've seen that line actually fall a little bit toward Chicago. It opened Seattle minus seven. It's down to six and a half. Mm -hmm. But Pritch, let's tease your old team. Minus six and a <laughs> half down to minus half point. I just don't see Justin Fields in this kind of ragtag bunch with the Bears going into Seattle. I know the, the, the Seahawks aren't what they used to be, but I think that's a good play to uh, tease down Seattle and just say, Russell Wilson, can you just win the game against Fields? I'll, I'll take my chances there. I like that. Sure. Play. I mean, I've had situations in which I cash two tickets with my former teams teasing all three of them. Uh, Josh, when they're dog situations. So, yeah, certainly keeping an eye on that. Uh, the NFC West, though, is interesting because the Rams 10-4, and four, the Cardinals 10-4, and four, the Cardinals have the Colts coming up. Uh, a chance for the Rams to perhaps win this division, though. I mean, even though uh, the Cardinals uh, have control over it, uh, you know, you look, just looking at these teams and comparing them, though, Josh, and uh, if the Cardinals continue to stumble just off of that loss last week against the Lions, uh, you got the Rams here. At plus 165, odds to win the NFC West. Uh, the Cardinals leading the way at minus 192. So that's what my question was uh, geared, toward, geared, geared towards. I mean, we're looking at the board now. What, plus 135 has changed. Uh, and we got the Cardinals minus 165 now. Odds to win the NFC West. The Rams, do they look like that team that's on the verge of perhaps winning that division? I think you, there is some plus money value here, you know, to the Rams, Pritch, plus 135. Then we kind of dismissed the 49ers. They're kind of down here. And, you know, again, they're, they're getting, uh, uh, turning it on right now, but you're still eight and six. And I don't know if you have enough time and enough sample size mm -hmm. to have enough wins to really get this, especially with all the tiebreakers. But Pritch, the Cardinals are really kind of trending in the wrong direction. We, we all know that Hopkins is going to be out here yep. probably up until we get to the, the playoffs here. There's questions now about Kyler Murray. And I'll go just to Cliff Kingsbury, Pritch. What was the book on Kingsbury? Uh, a lot of times he'll start fast and really, 
really, really fall off the map there late in the year. That's kind of exactly what's happening to this Cardinals team. I'll tell you right now, Pritch, I really like the Colts here coming up uh, Christmas night here at 8:15 game. You had early movement and continued movement toward Indianapolis. A lot of these books open Arizona at home, look ahead, laying four and a half at home. Immediately, once this number was posted, it got down to a pick em. I'm seeing some shops that may hop the fence and go to Indy minus one. They have a one-day rest advantage. This Colts team who plays uh, great uh, rushing offense here, I think it's going to be really tough for the Cardinals to handle. My only concern is, are we dismissing the Cardinals? We have seen them, you know, when they have a backup in, Colt McCoy, they have had some impressive upset wins. But this is one of those plays where I'm not going to outsmart myself too much, Pritch. I'd be looking Colts money line, and maybe if you want to give yourself some padding, you know, tease up the Colts to plus six. I know you're only going through the key number of three, uh, but that could be an angle as well. A lot of early movement toward a red-hot indie team right now. Yeah, not surprised by the other game, too, the outcome anyway. The Eagles, uh, they beat Washington, the football team, 27-17. Uh, I, I think the Eagles, Eagles dominated that game for sure. But looking forward for the Eagles, too, Josh. Uh, not only, okay, look, the division, the Cowboys have control over that. We get it. Uh, but just from a playoff standpoint, any takeaways from you or, or that you could see with the Eagles backing them as they move forward towards the playoffs? Yeah, I think the Eagles, you know, to me, they have a potential here of, of maybe sneaking in. I know they're 25 to one now to win their division. That's not going to happen with mm -hmm. the Cowboys having this big, uh, big lead here. But uh, again, you have Washington with COVID issues. We can kind of dismiss the Giants here. I think the Eagles could sneak in as a wild card if they kind of continue the run that they're on. And if you look at their next game pitch, they're playing the Giants. So kind of everything's breaking the Eagles way. That's going to be uh, Glennon or Fromm. We don't know. But either way, you know, Philly is favored by 10 there. We did see today, though, that Sirianni tested positive. So right. let's see if that. Uh, uh, you know, kind of mushroom clouds, or does that, uh, you know, kind of extend to other players here? If anything, we have seen, you know, Stefanski missed the game in the playoffs. They still won. He missed the last game, but he was among, uh, among a bunch of people. They end up covering that number there, uh, obviously, with Nick Mullins. But I think Philly, to me, Pritch, when they get Jalen Hurts playing well and you're playing strong defense, to me, this is a team that maybe could make some noise here. I don't love them to, you know, go too far in the playoffs, but I think they could sneak in. The other thing, Pritch, uh, looking at, uh, obviously, um, live line opportunities. Remember mm -hmm. when Washington was up over they up 10 nothing there yep. with a backup quarterback and a bunch of COVID? These are kind of the angles here with COVID where if you didn't get in pre-flop, you're kind of watching the game saying, hey, Philly hasn't uh, gotten anything going yet, but I kind of like him to come back and win. Live line opportunity last night when they were down 10-0. That's something we can apply to a bunch of games uh, moving forward. Yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, we're going to definitely get to some more COVID news. Uh, a lot of COVID news out there. Head coach uh, Sirianni tested positive after the game. Uh, not too different than Odell Beckham Jr. testing positive after his game. So uh, perhaps Sirianni has a chance to get back uh, involved with the Eagles from that perspective. But just looking at the interaction, too, uh, with him and Jalen Hurts, that was very interesting. Uh, you hope that it just stops uh, with Sirianni here. Yeah, and I think, you know, Pritch, the one thing that you have your, in your back pocket if you're uh, an Eagles fan is, yep. hey, if, if Hurts, God forbid, you know, test positive, you do have Gardner Minshew. That's a pretty good backup uh, where if you're going up against Glennon or Fromm, I'll, I'll take my chances there. That They should win that game yeah. again. Should doesn't mean they will, but minus 10, that's, that's a pretty big uh, number. There. That's a big number even with Gardner Minshew. Uh, sign up for a play card, debit, MasterCard, and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and cost apply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FDIC. So, Josh Applebaum, we got a big show. We got Adam Burke coming up on the program for sure. Cannot wait to get his thoughts on so much. Talking about NFL futures, college football playoff, major, major news about the college football playoff that we're going to get to uh, with Adam Burke. So all that and more right here on the program on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted off specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID, open an account, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, Please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so is our next guest, Adam Burke, VSEN Sports Betting Analyst. Adam, how are you? I'm good. I missed you guys, man. It's been a been a little while here. I'm looking forward to getting back in the studio with you too, Pritch. Yeah, absolutely. Happy holidays uh, for sure. Uh, we know holiday season always uh, certainly is an interesting time, but certainly happy to have you on a program for sure as well. Adam, uh, I just want to ask you a general question, though, because when and trying to figure out a, a proper time of betting futures, NFL futures, is always interesting to me. You could do it at the beginning of the year, middle of the year, or certainly right now. And In your estimation, what, when's a good time to actually bet some NFL futures? Yeah, you know, for me, I like to bet a lot of them before the season even starts. I think that's when you can get the best prices. Also, if you feel like you've done your due diligence, done your handicapping homework, maybe you feel like you've got an edge over the sports books or over the rest of the market if there's something you've found about a team that you really like. And then also, as the season goes along, I don't do a whole lot late in the year mm-hmm. because there's just not a whole lot of futures equity and line value to be had out there. But as the season goes along, you know, about the middle of the year, when you start looking at remaining schedules, strength of schedules, stuff like that, uh, you know, how tiebreakers could possibly get situated in terms of early division games. That's typically the time that I like to do it. Anytime kind of before week nine or so, including prior to the season is where I think it's kind of the sweet spot where you get a lot of good prices, you get a lot of good values, and you also have the opportunity to really trust the work that you've done. Adam, it's great to see you and hope you're doing well. Uh, I feel like we finally got the third member of the tripod back together here, the wolf pack. So this is great. Uh, but I want to talk Part, to you about the Pardon the pun here. with the Twitter handle, right? Yeah. That's right. Skating tripod. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, didn't, I didn't, wasn't even thinking of that. It just came to mind here. It's like subliminal message. But, uh, Adam, let me get your take on some MVP odds. Obviously, you know, Tom Brady has been kind of the favorite here for quite a bit. He's taken a hit here. Aaron Rodgers has really, really uh, soared up the, the leaderboard here. Uh, you're looking at Rodgers and Brady. They're pretty much both plus 150 here at BetMGM. Obviously, Tom Brady uh, had some great numbers early. He's fallen off a little bit here. Now they got a lot of injuries here. You're going to have Godwin out for the year. Rodgers has been playing unbelievable last, you know, four or five games pretty much all year. He's got the highest QB rating uh, in the NFL uh, at uh, 110 right now. What do you think, Adam? Is this the time, you know, do we miss the boat on Rodgers? Is there still value at plus 150? Or are you looking at anyone else like Taylor, Mahomes, or maybe Stafford? Yeah, you know, Josh, I think it's really difficult because obviously you've got some recency bias out there in the market with what Brady did here in this past game. And now you got Godwin out, Fournette's out. That's been a big part of their offense, throwing the football to Fournette and kind of letting him pick up the yards after the catch. So I think at this point in time, it's very difficult to take Tom Brady. 
along with the fact that, you know, he's coming off of a bad game in his last performance, but just simply because the skill position guys are really, really banged up for him. You know, I think with Aaron Rodgers, look, you're probably going to have some voters that kind of hold things against Rodgers in terms of what happened with his COVID case earlier on this year, how he's sort of addressed it ever since then. That's something that could kind of hurt him a little bit in terms of what the voters think, because keep in mind, this is to a degree of popularity contest. You have to have the numbers, but also it's voted on by human beings. And there has to be some level of likability for them to be able to vote for you. The problem here is that Jonathan Taylor at 10 to one is having an MVP caliber season, but there's not a ton of value left on him because that price has been depreciating because you have to try and ask the voters to pick a running back. That's a difficult thing to do. I still think Taylor has a great shot though, because Brady could struggle here down the stretch with the skill position injuries and Rogers may have just turned off some of the voters. So if I had to do anything, Taylor at 10 to one makes some sense. But again, obviously, you could have gotten a better price earlier on in the year. Yeah, hence the question. When's a good time to bet NFL futures? I mean, here, here's one uh, category, one market in particular that we can focus in on because the narrative angle or, or situation with the NFL MVP. Uh, just last night, we heard Cooper Cup's name, you know, looking at his odds. What I think he's 20 to 1 or something like that. But uh, like, OK, there's value there. But what what's the realistic possibility that he's going to win MVP? Whereas Taylor, even though at 10 to 1, uh, there is a path that this guy can win the MVP. I'm going back to 1998, in particular, when Terrell Davis, and I'm on the other sideline with the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm watching him run for 178 yards and get 2,000 yards, uh, even though they were going to go on and win the Super Bowl that year. So uh, the, the path to the MVP is there for Taylor. Now, uh, what you just said, Adam, though, about the value, I mean, 10 to 1 to me still looks pretty good, though. Yeah, and I mean, I think you also have to keep in mind here, too, that with what Indianapolis has done in the second half of the season, yes, it coincides with Tennessee running into the Derrick Henry injury and all the issues that mm-hmm. they've had. But and I, I know we're going to talk about coach of the year here in a minute, too. There, there is a certain element of recency bias to these awards and yeah. the idea that the Colts could come from you know well off the pace to possibly even win the AFC South and also be a legitimate playoff contender. That's going to gain some favor for Taylor as well, especially because even though Carson Wentz has been playing a lot better, you still get those highlight reel interceptions. And that's the narrative about him. People ignore how well he's played, but you know, just kind of the public perception, the, the perception in the media is that Wentz makes all these awful, terrible decisions and Taylor makes up for it. So I think there's also kind of that element to it too, where Taylor's a guy that looks to be carrying his team, even though that's not necessarily completely true. Adam, you, you uh, kind of hinted at the coach of the year odds. So let's get your take, uh, take your temperature here on coach of the year. I mean, you have a couple coaches who are kind of hanging around 20 to one McVay, Reich, I think just in terms of value, you know, those are pretty good numbers in general, but I think a lot of recreational betters, when they bet a lot of these props, they just say, give me the biggest payout. Give me your 20 to one, 25 to one. It's almost like kind of the parlay mentality of, uh, of I really want to cash big on a bet instead of maybe looking at what, what's right in front of your face. Like Kingsbury after a couple losses, I mean, he was a favorite. Now he's dipped all the way to 14 to one. LaFleur is really uh, on the rise here. But again, do the voters say, hey, you know, uh, you the three of us could coach the Packers with Rodgers and we'd probably be up there <laughs> coach of the year. So it doesn't matter. Is this Belichick's award? Because, again, you know, it's it's coach of the year, but free agency, you know, all of his hits in the offseason are looking pretty good with Judon and a bunch of these guys he picked up. And then, of course, doing what he's doing with a rookie quarterback, Mac Jones. So, uh, Adam, is it a plus 110 Belichick and grab this plus money before maybe it goes to a minus number or is someone else on this list uh, to you kind of the better the better? bet here yeah I mean look obviously a very big game for Bill Belichick this week in terms of the coach of the year odds you know they take on the bills here this week and that's obviously a very important game for them look Belichick's only won this award three times 2004 07 and 2010 but one of the things that we typically see in terms of the coach of the year you have to take a bad team and turn them into a good team that's been the thing that has won this award over the last several years. You think about Kevin Stefanski last year, the Browns, as I know all too well, were awful forever. <laughs> and then Stefanski obviously turned things around in a very big way. So you have to have some sort of dramatic turnaround. The Packers do not have that. The Rams, as impressive as their run has been here and the fact that they may win the NFC West, they're a pretty good team year in and year out. The Patriots were not good last year and everybody saw it and everybody knew it. Bill Belichick has turned this into a very, very good football team here. So I think at plus 110, 
Belichick's it's his award to lose and he could lose it this week if they wind up not performing well but I think that he absolutely deserves to be the front runner and I'd be surprised if anybody other than him wins it with that being said McVeigh at 20 to 1 is kind of interesting simply because the Rams could win what I think is the best division in the NFL that NFC West and you'd have to give him some credit for that. See I was just about to ask you that question Adam Burke uh, Vsin Sports betting analyst here on the program because of uh, I like what you said right there it is Bill Belichick's award to lose. Now if they lose a Buffalo there you go and okay back to back losses that way uh, against uh, better opponents too. I mean this is a team that almost stumbled against the Texans before correcting things. And so does that open up the board? You mentioned Sean McVay at 20 to 1. I mean, Frank Reich and what he's doing and on hard knocks, does he have a case as well at 20 to 1? Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I mean, look, you know, again, this is a team that, not saying that they were bad last season, but they have clearly made improvements. And, mm-hmm. and that is a big part of this award is having a team that clearly improved. It's why Matt LaFleur who at plus 250 probably deserves more recognition than he's going to get simply because Green Bay has been so good this year, Mm -hmm. but they're good every year. They have Aaron Rodgers. You know, they have a really good core group in place where they don't have a ton of roster turnover year in and year out. Bill Belichick lost maybe the greatest quarterback of all time, and within a year, he's put himself in position to win the AFC East and be a legit Super Bowl contender. So, you know, if people say the same thing about Frank Reich and the Colts possibly being a legit contender, sure, I I could make a case for that at 20 to 1, absolutely. Adam, we only got about 30 seconds. I'm going to give you $100. Who do you like to win it all? What's your best futures bet for Super Bowl right now? Wow. I will say this. The teams that are having COVID issues right now are at an advantage. So I think the Chiefs are at an advantage because they'll have a lot of players that they don't have to worry about testing going forward. So that's something to keep in mind is that you know those teams that are dealing with the COVID issues now won't have to deal with them to the same degree later. So from a future standpoint, it makes a lot of sense to take a look at a team like the Chiefs. How about that, Josh? I mean, Adam Burke, we missed him. Uh, and, and certainly he brings it always on the program. He brings it so great that we're going to keep him. Uh, Adam Burke's going to stick around with us for another segment because we got so much to get to with college bowl season, the college football playoffs. I mean, news out of this uh, committee uh, in terms about that playoff situation, we got to discuss that. It's coming up next. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the sports betting network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, Adam Burke, VSIN Sports betting analyst uh, still with you today. And so, Adam, uh, I'm going to read you a headline. College football playoff champion can be crowned via COVID-related forfeit new policy states. I'm also going to give you this news. Alabama coaches Doug Marone and Bill O'Brien test positive. So with that headline and that news from the College football playoff committee, the situation with Bama and their coaches, and and certainly we know about other schools. Uh, Texas A&M pulled out of the Gator Bowl. How should betters approach betting the college football playoffs this year? Well, that's uh, that's a really loaded question, Pritch. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to do. Uh, frankly, approaching the bowl season in general is is very difficult to do at this point in time. Absolutely loved UTSA minus two and a half. Their running back opts out. Fine. Not really a big surprise. Then they lose like half their defense and a bunch of backups to COVID. And, you know, you just you wind up with a really bad number on a game. Look, Georgia's got issues, too. I mean, we saw JT Daniels tested positive. Mm-hmm. They're kind of worried about some of their COVID cases as well. I I don't know. I mean, I wish that this wasn't the way that it was going to be. I wish that college football could figure out a different way to push the semifinals back, figure something out. 
But, you know, at this point in time, look, I guess the one thing I could say as somebody who just came out of Ohio where COVID is just absolutely raging right now, there is a seasonality element to this, it seems like. So maybe it's gradually moving south at this point in time. So I don't know if that should impact your betting or not. But, yeah, I, I'm not really looking to make too many plays too far in advance of, of a lot of this stuff right now, Pritch. Mm. Adam, I think you hit the nail on the head. If there's one thing that I've learned so far dealing with this COVID stuff, it's that if you bet a game too early, yeah, I mean, the COVID may break your way. The other team gets it and you get a good number. But oftentimes we're seeing these lines go back and forth. Why even go the aggravation uh, and giving you the headache of, of betting something too early? So wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. And guys, one other note here, look in Georgia, Michigan. I saw an article that Michigan's entire football team is getting the booster shot. Now, if you have, you know, Georgia with some COVID issues in Michigan, like that's kind of a, a it's like baked into the cake of the line, obviously. But to me, that's kind of a good omen. Like, that's how serious you're taking this game, and we don't want anyone to miss it. So Michigan right now is plus 7.5 against Georgia. At one point, they got up to, to plus 8, and it's da down to 7.5. I kind of like that angle of Michigan taking this game so seriously, if you like the points there. Uh, but, Adam, I want to give you a shout-out. I love your Burks bur uh, blurbs here in the newsletter every single day. Talk to me about betting against Maction. Uh, sadly, I was on Kent State in the points yesterday. I get a 3.5, closes 3, and they get rolled in that one, Adam. Uh, but you identified how Maction teams have not performed very well in bowl games. There's a couple games upcoming where we can bet against Maction teams, maybe North Texas, maybe Georgia State. Just your thoughts overall. And then also overs 2-0 yesterday. Overs seem to really be crushing it this bowl season. Yeah, absolutely. Overs 9-2 and two to this point. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that nobody can stop the run. I mean, in pretty much all of these bowl games, there's been one team or both teams that have not been able to stop the run. And in every Mac bowl game, it's been the Mac team that can't stop the run. So this is something we saw very early on in the process with Toledo against Middle Tennessee and then also Northern Illinois against Coastal Carolina. And I did touch on this where what happens in the early bowl games by conference impacts the betting lines for future bowl games for that conference. So we've seen North Texas take money. We've seen Georgia State take money. I think eventually we see Nevada take some money against Western Michigan in the quick lane bowl as well. But I'm looking to fade the Mac. You know, I'll take Nevada plus the seven. I'll lay the six, six and a half with Georgia State. I'll go ahead and fade Miami of Ohio and probably play the over in that game more so than North Texas. But North Texas is a run heavy team and Mac teams have not stopped the run to this point. So this is something that people want to keep in mind for future bowl seasons where what happens early on tends to have an impact in the betting market as we go forward. And that's why we're seeing a lot of money on the overs in Mac games and also a lot of money against the Mac teams. And it's really understandable when you watch them actually play in these games and look as bad as they have. You know, Adam, thank you for your time. Again, I kept you for two segments. I do have one more question, though, in, in regards to uh, the college football playoff situation. I'm betting it uh, because if you placed a bet already uh, on these four teams, these four situations or these two games anyway, um, the college football playoff champion can be crowned via COVID-related forfeit. That's the new policy. I mean, how would betters go about doing that if, in fact, uh, we do see a game forfeited uh, and you have a ticket on it? Yeah, you know, obviously this month of December has already been a mess for the sports books with the massive line moves we saw in the NFL last week, games pushed back, games moved around, all of that. Make sure you're checking the house rules at your sports book. I mean, that's very, very important. And I imagine a lot of these sports books will either take the social media or post something on the site about what to do in terms of if semifinal games are forfeited. Generally, those should be graded as no action. But as far as, you know, season long future bets, we'll have to wait and see how they kind of play those things out. So definitely make sure you're checking the house rules and also keeping up with what these sports books are posting on social media just so that you're not caught off guard or wind up in a very difficult spot if some of these games are canceled, postponed, pushed, whatever the case may be. Yeah, and uh, turbulent nature and volatility continues, <laughs> uh, Adam. I mean, thanks again for your time. This was awesome. You can follow Adam on Twitter uh, at Skating Tripods. Adam, thanks again for your time. Absolutely, guys. Take care. You too. Josh Applebaum, we got a lot to talk about on this one because <laughs> of the fact that, I mean, it's a new policy. I mean, what are you to do now? I mean, I, I think it's a warning to these teams, even though they have COVID already, uh, that you better button it up like Bama, Cincinnati, Michigan, Georgia. I mean, look, we're, we're going to call forfeit if you guys cannot feel the team out there for the playoff. 
Yeah, and I think we're kind of seeing this across the different leagues where they're just kind of saying like, hey, we're not going to, uh, you know, we're not going to be lenient with this stuff. You got to buckle down. There's a lot of money on the line, Pritch. Money mm -hmm. always talks with TV rights and everyone uh, who's, who's interested in these games to watch or bet on. Um, so I think, you know, uh, Adam really hit the nail on the head. Wait as long as you can for these games. Again, you might mo uh, miss a good number early, but I think you're going to save yourself in many uh, regards here by just letting the dust settle. And Pritch, I'll get your take on this. Like early going into, you know, Georgia and Michigan, I was saying, okay, this is going to be a good spot to buy low on Georgia. Michigan's flying high. Mm -hmm. You know, Georgia loses to Bama in the SEC championship. It opened at minus seven and a half and it got up to eight. And I'm like, that seems high. Public's going to be all over Michigan. It's a trendy dog. I'd maybe want to back Georgia here at a minus number, but I'm kind of going the other way now. I, I, I really liked that that whole Michigan team got the shot because that to me tells them, tells me that they're taking this very seriously. And, and really uh, that could rear its ugly head if Georgia has COVID issues and Michigan is all boosted. So that eight and a half is now down to seven and a half. Pritch, I'm worried I'm going to be on the public side here, but I'm kind of intrigued by Michigan plus seven and a half right now. Yeah, I mean, that situation, I mean, it's, in, it's increasingly uh, volatile too, because I think the Big Ten from their standpoint of experience and what they did with COVID and how they handled it last last year even uh, could be different than what the SEC did, right? I mean, the SEC just plowed through. Uh, no vaccination or, or not, it didn't really matter. And uh, they got their season in, okay. But now look at the SEC. You got Alabama offensive coordinator O'Brien and offensive line coach Marone test positive. And uh, you hope it stops right there. But uh, can these teams bubble up? I mean, could that be something uh, that they consider? I mean, I, I think I, I would look at that, certainly, if I was one of, one of these four teams. Yeah, what intrigues me a little bit is maybe Cincinnati. So I'm definitely going to regret this when Alabama wins, you know, 45 to nothing, Pritch. But uh, you did see some movement back towards Cincinnati with these COVID issues with Alabama. Mm -hmm. Alabama open laying around 13, 13 and a half. It got up to 14. But I'm seeing all these shops back down to 13 and a half or even 13, Pritch. You've seen this, this number come back towards Cincinnati. And this is the most lopsided uh, big bowl game that I've seen on the board here. You're having almost... 85, 90% of bets backing Alabama. Really, nobody wants anything to do with Cincinnati here. But now you have some coaches who are in kind of some COVID issue protocols right now. The line's going back towards Cincinnati a little bit. Does it make me want to bet Cincinnati right now? No, because Pritch, we know that, hey, what if Cincinnati tests positive over the next you know, week or so, and then you have this line maybe uh, tick back up to Alabama. But that's if you, if you have the stomach to go contrarian here, Cincy is getting no support at all, and yet you're getting a little line movement in your favor. I think you're getting some bites at the apple for, from some wise guys saying, hey, can the Bearcats, I don't think they're going to win, but can they keep it close? You're getting a little movement towards Cincy here. Yeah, I mean, the COVID news, we kind of forget about the teams and how competitive they have been on the field. Or, or, or lack of competitive nature. And this is a big number, too, for Bama. Uh, Saban says 90% of the players have been vaccinated, though, uh, and received a booster shot. So, again, all kinds of information is out there. Uh, as a better, if you haven't made a bet yet, just investigate there uh, on the news and, and situations for these teams. You're totally right, Pritch. And I'm going to, you know, cross different sports here, but NBA, we just mm -hmm. had some news that Reggie Jackson and the Clippers are having some COVID issues right now. So uh, your rule of not betting till Christmas, Pritch, you're saving yourself <laughs> from all this agony. But if you're a guy like me, who's going to bet this stuff all season long, this is the importance of staying glued to Twitter. I was looking at that under 219. It's dropping right now with all these COVID guys out. All right. So much more to get to, Josh. Uh, we got Armed Forces Bowl. I want to talk to you about that game and the line movement in there, uh, that game as well, but also the more COVID news, all sports. So, so much to get to here on the program on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Tis the seven days of parlays. BetMGM is celebrating the holidays by delivering parlay presents to you every day for a week. From December 19th to December 25th, BetMGM customers can unwrap free bets and risk free wagers when they place a one game parlay. Plus, there are plenty of parlay boost tokens and other bonuses under the tree. If you're a sports fan, you're automatically on the nice list at the King of Sportsbooks. Not yet registered at BetMGM? All you need to do is sign up on the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com to enjoy a piece of the holiday action. Get in the parlay spirit at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets, free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or Mississippi. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you. And so, Josh, um, we do have a bowl game, Missouri and Army. We have an opt-out situation with Missouri, a really good player. But it comes down to this for me in this game. I mean, Army runs the football. That's pretty much all they do, and they do it very well, and Missouri cannot stop the run. Uh, so uh, we saw this line move uh, during the week, certainly. It's right now on the board, minus 6.5. The total, 54.5, though, with Army and Mizzou. What do you think? Yeah, so first off, Pritch, anytime you see a big line move in these bowl games, do some research. Google it. Go on Twitter. Figure out, is it COVID? Are there opt-outs? What's going on? Are people going to the draft? Uh, that's really my biggest thing anytime you see a line move. And this is a perfect example. Big move toward Army, big move toward the under Pritch. Right now, if you're looking at BetMGM, 74% of bets, 81% of money are on Army laying the points and also a ton of under money. This total open, you know, some shops were as high as around 60, 61. It's all the way down to 54 and a half. You have 69% of bets and 80% of money on the under. So that's kind of the reason or the reason why we're seeing these line moves are exactly what you said, Pritch. A lot of opt-outs here. Missouri is down a bunch of defensive starters, combination of uh, injuries and opt-outs. Really the big one is their star running back, mm -hmm. uh, Beatty being out for this game, focusing on the NFL. They're down some tight ends as well. Uh, Beatty's the big one because he led the SEC in rushing. And just as you mentioned, Pritch, if we know anything about Army, they run the ball a ton. And really, uh, Mizzou has a really tough time stopping the run when they're healthy. Now you have a bunch of defensive starters out. So I think that is obviously the reason why we're seeing this line move uh, toward Army and toward Missouri. Or, or sorry, and toward the under here. But Pritch, my angle is I'm going to walk a tightrope. I may end up regretting this because it's never fun to take a military academy over. But I think this, there's been an overreaction to how big this total has moved. Again, opening at 60, 61, it's all the way down to 53 and a half. You can find that 53 and a half. I'd look to go over here. Uh, number one, we've seen this trend in these bowl games, overs nine and four. Uh, also, again, overreaction with these guys being out. But Pritch, if you ask me, if you're down all these defensive guys for Mizzou mm -hmm. and Army loves to run the ball, then I think you're going to get a lot of points on the ground for Army. And then if you're Missouri, I almost take a page out of the Belichick book in that game against the Bills. Like, uh, we're not going to really run on this team without without our star running back and how good that defensive front is for Army. So instead of Mac Jones throwing it three times, let's have this quarterback from Missouri throw it a lot. You know, and again, attack that. I think you attack Army through the air. If you try to run on them, you're playing right into their hands. So, again, I think at this point, if you take the under – 
Uh, you're getting the worst of the number. It may sail under and it may not matter. If you're laying the points with Army, at least try to get the six and a half because I think when it gets to seven, you'll probably have buyback Mizzou plus seven. But Pritch, I think with this trend to the over and a lot of defensive guys out, and I think Mizzou, Mizzou will put up some points here, I believe, tonight. I'm going to go over 53 and a half. I think that's kind of an overreaction, and I'm going to buy low on that huge dip on the total. Okay, on the season, Army did average 33.6 points per game, even though they predominantly run the football. Now, the thing about preparation, uh, if you're Mizzou, you can't stop the run anyway. Uh, but yet <laughs> now, do you really want to practice uh, against the scout team at them diving at your legs and stuff like that? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, if it's not within you, uh, as a team to be physical or, or stop the run anyway, why all, all of a sudden for a bowl game are you going to do what's necessary to get ready for Army? So a great advantage, I, I think, right there, in my opinion, for Army. Now, on the other side with Missouri trying to just throw the ball, of course, uh, certainly you want to do that. So a situation with the over is in play. Uh, the Black Knights are 4-1 and ATS in their last five bowl games, which is interesting to me. Uh, we got some strong trends here from Stephen Bond, our producer, uh, Josh. So Black Knights are 8-3 and three ATS in their last 11 non-conference games. I mean, there's so many trends in this one, too. Uh, I was looking to see about that total. Uh, and so you're looking to play it over 54 and a half. I'm trying to see if we can find a trend here that kind of supports that there. Yeah, and again, I think the angle to me, Pritch, is a lot of under stuff, but I think we always talk about it. Like, think of it this way. Like, when that total opened at 6160, all the wise guys who hit that immediately to the under uh, are feeling great right now. But if you're getting the worst of it and you're getting under 53 and a half, let's say it lands 54, 55, all those early sharps who hit the 60 cash and you late to the party uh, don't cash. So to me, I think you always got to be conscious of trying to get the best of the number. Um, so I think it's fallen so much that it creates value to maybe buy low and take the over. Also, Pritch is going to be played at Amon G. Carter Stadium in mm -hmm. Fort Worth, Texas. Beautiful weather here. It's going to be about 60 degrees. There's no wind. Uh, it's a primetime matchup, obviously, tonight at 8 o'clock. So you don't have to worry about wind or elements or anything like that. So, again, it's one of these angles where these bowl games are so difficult, Pritch, because it's like we know why the line's moving, opt-outs, uh, but are we getting the worst of the number? What if it lands on a number that, uh, you know, we're late to the party on in terms of steam? And I would say if you want to back Army, you know, one motivational thing is a lot of pride with these military academy kids, and yeah. they had that 17-13 to 13 loss, Pritch, in that Army-Navy game when they were favored by seven. So I think you're going to get a great effort out of them. And then with Missouri, my only concern is are they just like, wow, everyone's opting out, everyone's out, we just want to get rid of this game and not play there's a motivational angle here that I, I would be concerned like every every part of every part of my being here Pritch wants to take the plus seven Missouri and buy low on this move mm -hmm. but I'm concerned with the motivational angle that hey like uh you know you're going, walking into a bee's nest with army upset after their loss whereas Mizzou uh, really a lot of guys are opting out I don't think that sends great signals in the locker room well the Tigers are two and nine ATS versus a team with a winning record the Tigers are 8-21 uh, and 21 ATS in their last 29 games overall. I did find it, too. I found it in terms of the over. The over is 4-0 nice. oh in Black Knight's last four bowl games, Josh Applebaum. Ooh, I'll, Pritch, I'll take anything you got on the over because I think everybody and their mother's on the under tonight. So uh, I'll take it. Maybe let's get that going, even though probably none of those players today played in those games recently. But, uh, hey, that's that's a good angle. I'll take anything I can yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, trends are trends, man. I, I like following some of them for sure. Okay, college basketball, I haven't really been tracking it uh, yet. Uh, like I said, after Christmas, it becomes basketball for me for sure, the NBA and college hoops. Uh, but uh, a big game, I, I think, I mean, you got a couple of them that we can highlight, Arizona, Arizona. Uh, and Tennessee, and then Virginia Tech uh, and Duke, Duke's the number two team in the country. Uh, have you been tracking college hoops yet, uh, Josh? And, and certainly from an insights perspective, uh, what have you found so far? Yeah, so I'll be totally honest. I hope a lot of people are having great success in college basketball. Full transparency, college basketball has been a struggle here. Mm. To me, a lot of these sharp plays, our uh, moves are not coming through for you. And whether it's the volatility of COVID and games being canceled, I think the important thing is college basketball is about to really, really change soon when we get to conference play. And when you're early in the year and you got neutral courts and different tournaments and stuff like this, uh, I think that kind of throws a wrench into a lot of these analytics. So to me, I if you're struggling and college hoops hasn't treated you right so far, remember, there's light at the end of the tunnel when we get to conference play. That's when dogs really bark. Uh, that's when, you know, if, if you're kind of a fishy line move in a conference game, I love playing those. Uh, in particular tonight, Pritch, Tennessee is really intriguing to me because they opened minus one and they've stayed minus one against Arizona. And I'm seeing almost 90% of bets back the Wildcats here. So if you want to bet against the public, this kind of looks like a sharp contrarian line freeze. I'd actually look at Tennessee here on the money line to win the game. 
But one thing that I've been working on, I've been calling it on my podcast, Pritch, the Market Insights Pod, kind of an experiment in college basketball, uh, is looking at really buy low opportunities. So I've been looking at huge line moves to totals and then buying low on them, similar to kind of that army play where it opens 60 down to 53 and a half, take the over. I'll give you an example. Uh, if you're looking at a game coming up pretty soon here, uh, San Francisco, uh, this total actually opened. Uh, San Francisco is playing uh, Southern Illinois. It's a five o'clock game. Mm -hmm. Total opened around 127. It's down to 123. So there's definitely some under money going there. But if you're getting the under 123, you're getting the worst of it. These spots, basically what I'm looking at is at least a three or four point swing on a total and then buy low on it. So in this case, I'm looking at the over San Francisco over 123 after opening 127. You can go the other way. Uh, you know, let's say uh, a total opens 150. It's up to 155. Buy low, take the under 155. Starting to generate a little bit of momentum here with that system. Uh, but I, I, enough of me, Pritch. I heard you have a really good thing on Drew Locke. So here's well, the floor, my man. Well, well, yeah. I mean, just COVID situations in, in college uh, hoops as well. I mean, sports. Uh, just keep an eye on that. But no, the Drew Locke, he was named uh, the starter for the game, big game against the Raiders. It's a pick'em, Josh. But I'm just looking at Drew Locke. Uh, he's started, started, not played, but started 18 games so far in his career. And he has 20 interceptions. He had 15 uh, uh, last year in 13 starts. So this game's a pick em, though. I mean, I, I know it's early, but I'm surprised at that. I'm really surprised, Pritch, because I was really looking at the Raiders here uh, and betting against Drew Locke. And I, I think yesterday we did the show it was at minus one. It's coming back. Pritch, what's the uh, the prop bet on turnovers for Drew Locke? Let's take the over. <laughs> I'm looking at those. I'm going to try to find those for sure. I mean, good luck with that one, Denver. Uh, coming to Las Vegas in a big game. Great job, Josh. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it, Pritch. Good luck tonight. Good luck to you as well. The Edge coming up next right here on the VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.